Welcome to the very first episode of the Zillennial Perspective, the podcast. The only place on the internet where Zillennials can embrace their generational identity crisis. And spend half an hour listening to other Zillennials have theirs. I'm your host, Fatima. And I'm Adriana. Why don't we start the show with a little intro about ourselves and the podcast. Why don't you go first? Uh, okay, so hi everyone, the name's Fatima. I turned 24 this year, so I'm definitely a Zillennial. I was intrigued by the premise of TZP because I've never really come across a space on the internet for Zillennials, you know. So I've always kind of fallen between two categories. Not quite millennial, but too old to be Gen Z. So Zillennial is definitely a term I've come to embrace about myself. What about you? Uh, I'm in the same boat, really. I was born in 1996, so I'm a year older. But it doesn't quite... It doesn't feel quite right referring myself as a millennial. I feel like there's this huge gap between uh, older and younger millennials. How our experiences differ when growing up. But it doesn't feel right referring to myself as part of Gen Z either. No, of course not. I mean, we're only a year apart. But it's weird that we're considered to be in different generations, right? I bet I have more in common with you than with younger Gen Zs. Yes, exactly. It's weird like that, which is exactly why I what I like about um TZP because we embrace the weirdness and the feeling of identity crisis we all get when people start talking about it. It's a fun time, guys. first ever episode we're talking about a doozy quiet quitting it's when a worker does the bare minimum and doesn't go above and beyond at their place of work i've always been like a bit confused about why it's called quiet quitting because you're still fulfilling the main responsibilities that are required of you so if you're not turning in half-assed work it shouldn't be considered quitting or even stacking off really you're still doing your job right I think employers have come to expect a level of commitment from their workers. They've been influenced by hustle culture and all that. There's a YouTuber I used to watch a lot. She used to go by Superwoman, but her name is Libby Singh. She used to really, really knuckle down on the hustle culture and the grind and not stopping till you drop. And I used to really buy into that. But after taking a step back, I was like, um, that can't apply to me. That can't apply to people who earn their own bosses, right? No, I mean, of course not. It's ridiculous to expect anyone, especially after the pandemic, to work extra long hours without overtime pay. I think working during the pandemic really opened all our eyes to how much we give at our job. And maybe if you love your job, then, I mean, that's good. But if you don't, then doesn't it seem like free labour for like already super rich people who definitely have the means to find another worker to handle that project that's apparently super important. Yes. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Yeah, just to refer back (laughs) to Lily Singh because she wrote a whole book about it. There's this whole hustle culture that she promotes and in my mind, I've linked it to the millennial ideas of success as well as how we view capitalism, which was what you were getting at about free labor for rich people. Oh, some pretty big concepts there. You can handle it. You're not that dumb. 